Hello everyone, it's Impact Wellness Podcast once again and your host Daria Tiesler. Our conversation today is very meaningful and uh, very aligned with where I'm coming from and what are my beliefs in present moment. And it's going to take you into deeper understanding of connection between health, fitness and body. And the purpose is to make you think beyond what you know about health and fitness. Um, Adrian and myself are going to create that integrate approach to health and fitness that hopefully is going to change the way you approach your training, approach your nutrition, approach your uh, body exercise or anything that you used to think about uh, health and fitness. Adrienne Smith is a team coach at Strength Sensei. She is also owner of integrated fitness strength coach body composition specialist exercise um, uh, corrective exercise specialist and nutrition coach she's also a mother um, and um, i really empathize with her of being a mother practitioner running her own business and looking after herself um, being also uh, women um, who is going through different life stages and she's going to talk a little bit about that and um, I really would like that you pay attention to the way um, she's approaching um, the life stage she is uh, right now um, because we aiming to discuss a little bit uh, um, yes, different times of women's life and how they should be uh, approaching um, training and fitness. What what is probably the main drive of uh, idea behind uh, our podcast? So once again, welcome Adrienne and thank-, thank you so much for joining Impact Wellness Podcast. So glad to have you here and so glad you joining the forces that are going to hopefully push. A better understanding of why female have to do weights, have to lift heavy, and you know how this is going to impact their health, longevity, and uh, everything else, their life, family life, relationships. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for the invite. Yeah, you're right. This is a huge topic, and I don't think that we are talking enough about it. I think it's time to bring it to the forefront and show the differences between women and men and how to um, teach women about themselves. I don't think a lot of women understand this amazing cycle that we have and this amazing body and this amazing brain that we have that is in many ways, and I don't mean this in a, in a sexist way, but superior to men. However, we don't know how to necessarily use it to better our health. We kind of don't listen to it enough and we end up making ourselves sicker and tireder at the end of the day. 
That's why I'm so excited to speak with you. I'm always excited with every single speaker I've got, right? But new podcast, new journey. Uh, but as you said, it's so important to that women finally understand internal and inside of their external body. What else weight training, fitness and uh, you know, that type of approach to weight training that we're going to talk about or to fitness that we're going to talk about gives them. It's not just physical body, but it's everything else that comes with it. And I can hear that it's going to be amazing conversation. Adrienne, you are the part of, you are a part of a team uh, that continue Charles Polykin work and let's dedicate this podcast to him. And I'm sure he's going to be very happy about this and he's it because we are mind body spirit and i know that charles talked heavy about heart and and love and uh, in that uh, different um, dimensional understanding uh, tell us more about your journey right i know you did a little bit build, bodybuilding tell us everything what we're supposed to know about you <laughs> um okay so it, it goes way back 20 plus years ago um I'm a skinny girl that didn't want to be super skinny and couldn't put on, you know, weight, I guess you can say. Um, so I entered the gym at the time I was a mechanical engineer for the automotive industry. So I, uh, I tend to engineer machines. Yeah. So um, during that process, I got out of engineering because it was just you know, a man's industry, it was very difficult for a female to be there. And then I find myself in another man's industry as a strength coach, go figure. So, but this one I love more. So with this one, I will dig my heels and, and stand up, you know. So um, in the process of, of weight training myself, I rotated my SI joint, uh, ended up in the chiropractic office, saw my spine. I had scoliosis. I was an inch and a half higher on the right side. Um, that happened because I was hit by a car when I was six. So when I saw my x-ray, he says, I'm like, wow, that person's a mess, right? Like, oh my God. Right. And he says, that's you. And I'm like, no, that's not me. I don't look like that. He's like, yeah, that's you. So once I accepted it, it was, you know, we talk about Charles and, and his other layers. Well, that intuitiveness, that empathic side of us um, tends to come out. And these white lines shot across my x-ray as I'm looking at it. And it was like long, short, short, long, short, long, short, long. It was, I started engineering my own spine. So like I said, this was 22 plus years ago. There was no Google. There was no, you know, nothing you didn't, I did not know of Charles. I didn't know of Paul. I didn't know of anybody. And I found myself in the library of the college trying to figure out what muscles went where, what their job was and how to create exercises for them to put my spine back. In that process, I found and stumbled upon Paul Check. Paul Check introduced me to Charles and then um, basically I stuck next to Charles completely latched onto his side forever. And um, I studied what he studied and who he studied and he really opened my world to not just strength coaching and not just correctives, but body work. So I do eight modalities of body work now. I'm deep into functional medicine. I do biohacking. Um, you know, there's, it's almost like you, you take the human body and there's so many layers. You, you should know a little bit of all of it, especially because, you know, I 
don't get to work with you know athletes like Charles did. We, I don't know what's coming in my door, but because of working with Jen Pop, nine times out of ten, no, nine point nine 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 percent out of ten, people that come through my door are not in a state of oh I'm healthy. I just want to lose an extra twenty thirty pounds. Well, if you were healthy, you wouldn't have twenty or thirty pounds to lose. Okay, so then it, I always get the ones that are like, I've tried everything in the world, every coach, every method, every diet, nothing works for me. So when you get those people coming in and being the engineer that I am, I start backwards engineering these people and I take them sometimes all the way to birth. It's crazy to see how it can affect their life just from the gut biome of their mother, right? So in a nutshell, that's my life. Um, I started my gym in 2007, been open ever since. Um, and then two years ago now is when I was asked to join uh, Strength Sensei as the women's coach, women's specialist coach. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And um, I'm so glad to hear all of this because I didn't know every single detail of your journey, but it kind of reminds me um, a little bit my journey and how I end up and I was professional athlete end up with injuries and then you're like okay I have to walk I have to <laughs> you know you're not anymore in that uh, performance uh, state and then um, as my professional career progress I also would be working um, with those people as you said who lost hope or they mm. were just about to lose hope and um, Yes, you have to dig deeper than just superficial weight loss because if they were able to do this, they wouldn't come to see you. And that is uh, maybe some topic as you it seems like you have lots of insights about this as well to discuss because no one talks about this. Um, you know, it's, it's not like everyone can just get diet, lower their uh, calorie deficit and train five times a week and end up with big weight loss you know this because you work with people like that and there is another big conversation about this we have to stop to uh, being kind of caught up in the same vicious circle because what works for one person does not work for another one so we are like <laughs> good friends seems like yes exactly and that that's huge because i know for me um a lot of people argue almost argue with me that i cannot be this lean and I cannot be this strong, and I cannot get ready for a bodybuilding competition while doing a strongman competition, while doing a powerlifting competition. And there's no way that I can be PBing on my heavy lifts, getting ready for a bodybuilding competition below 7% body fat. Yes, I can, and I do, but I'm different than everybody else. You know, I'm different than the next person, the next person. And yes, I still have my limitations, and I have to listen to that as well you know but i think that that's where people have to understand you know you can have i can have 10 women in front of me that are suffering from pcos and have to treat every single one of them differently yes because the thing that makes them different is their gut biome right and that's what got them in that position to begin with so you you have to treat each one differently and i think that's what makes um, the job not so boring and can be fun 
but oh, it can be so tiring at times. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, the thing reward uh, when you see your client smiling is worth, right? Every exactly. single thing. And it's so um, interesting for me when I was uh, thinking of questions and typing them down to make it a nice comprehensive uh, overview of our uh, topic. Um, I said, I'm not going to put too much about functional medicine because it's another topic. But yes. I'm so glad you are mentioning those things like gut, PCOS, uh, hormones and how we have to balance them according different types of uh, life stages women is in. So please keep popping anything that kind of comes to you um, because I want to awake um, any single woman that is going to listen to this podcast that there is something beyond um you know my fitness pal and um heat training uh, when you are stressed and overload yeah. <laughs> with a child yes. crying next to you <laughs> right yes exactly it's a big big story um as it is wellness podcast uh, my question is what wellness does mean to you what does wellness mean to me yes okay so wellness to me is inside out so it's understanding your systems, having all of your hormonal systems working correctly, being completely balanced and centered, right? And that's energy work, that's chakras, that's um, hormones, that's gut health, that's brain health, that's everything. Um, the body comes with it, right? So to me, wellness really is more inside. I'm asking this question, uh, Adrienne, uh, every single guest I'm speaking with, because I want to also open up the perception of what is wellness, because seems like it's another trendy word around the social media, and we kind of exchanging for diet, or we exchanging for fitness, and that's not really what wellness is, it's much deeper understanding. So thank you so much for sharing. And why I wanted to ask you what is integrated fitness, because I saw this on, on one of your uh, social media photos, and I saying that is another thing I really love and really I am attracted to and uh, would you give us some insights what is integrated fitness yeah so my gym's name is fe3 integrated fitness and fe is a symbol for iron and then three because of the layers that we work with the body right because we do strength coaching we do correctives and we do the body work I guess you can say too and then we do the nutrition so it's the three and we're integrating fitness because like I had mentioned when we first started talking, you can't separate them. If you want to be a good strength athlete, if you want to be strong, you have to be healthy. If you want your body to function correctly, structurally and soft tissue wise, you have to be healthy, right? There's no way to get around it. It's like going to the doctor. This is, I, it annoys me. You go to the, the shoulder specialist, who doesn't look at the hip specialist, who doesn't talk to the knee specialist, who doesn't talk to the foot specialist, who doesn't talk to the brain specialist, who doesn't talk to the heart specialist. What are you doing? The last time I looked, the human body was one. It's integrated, yes, at all levels. So that's why I picked integrated fitness. That's what I think of integrated fitness means you're, in, you're doing exactly what the human body is supposed to do, which is bringing it all together as one and not separating one from the other. I can see this uh, as a um, forward thinking 
uh, in fitness uh, industry and I that's why I picked this and I think more trainers need to think that way and I think 2021 uh, 2020 uh, obviously that COVID situation it's a big opportunity for many trainers to think differently step out of their comfort zone and began to think about integration in fitness is not just uh, uh, counting reps right yes that right Uh, Mm -hmm. there is a you know true to that great design training program is going to bring you great results and you know this and i know this but there is more to that. It's not just staying focused on one single movement like squat when that person has completely washed the microbiome because drinks alcohol or you know has been taking many antibiotics or is not sleeping overnight. I think the integration is so much needed. Uh, so I encourage many trainers to reach for uh, courses run by Strength and State because I know, guys, you are driving towards that path. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you you know, the last thing to worry about with somebody that has that's knocking on the door of an autoimmune disease is how perfect their squat is, right? <laughs> I don't think it matters at that point. <laughs> I'm angry okay with you. <laughs> right. And then you look at recovery and it's like, okay, well, their squat is perfect, but they're recovering for crap. So does it matter that their squat is perfect and how many reps and sets you're getting? No, it doesn't matter. And unfortunately, due to um, our choices of food that we are given because we don't, we're not hunters and gatherers anymore, even though we are still designed to be, okay? Um, we can go to the grocery store now and get everything. It's not the best selection of food. And so we're so malnutritioned. And if we talk about women being malnutritioned, the birth control pill alone takes out every nutrient that you need for methylization and for your whole endocrine system. Okay, if none of you know what that is, Google your methylization system and your uh, endocrine system and realize how important all of that is, not just for the way you look, but how you function on a daily life, on a daily, on a daily schedule, right? Why can't you wake up in the morning like you want to to pick up your child? Why don't you have the energy for this? Why aren't you producing milk? Why can you not get pregnant? Why is it that your, your fertility is low? Take a look at that. It's crazy. We can, we can explore this topic a little bit further. Um, we meant to do that a little bit later, but we can do this right now. <laughs> we, as we can do whatever. Fa- fantastic. And I agree with you. Uh, the amount of women I see in my clinic uh, taking anticonceptive pills since they were 15 and they are now in their 30s, 40s, it is crazy. And when you ask them, have you ever asked your doctor to check your liver enzymes? Have you ever had a break from it? No, the answer is no. And they don't really understand why suddenly their hormones close to menopause or premenopause stage, we know that we can premenopause from age 35, they start to begin to have all those uh, issues. So I'm very happy. Let's talk about this. Let's give us this uh, subject. What is wrong about this anticonceptive pills? I think wrong. Maybe I'm a little before thinking, but <laughs> I think it's... Uh, is damaging women to some extent. So, so you know, this this is the, the stuff that we're teaching in, in Strength Sensei now, which is amazing. But a woman runs on a 30-day cycle. A man runs on a 24-hour cycle. When a woman is on the pill, there's no ovulation, which means she does not have a 30-day cycle. 
she has a 24-hour cycle okay but like a man is designed to replenish his testosterone levels at the end of the day okay that's why he comes home at the end of the day he doesn't want to be bothered he wants to sit on the couch he wants to rest that is a woman's messy cycle however she doesn't rest then either because if she's on the oral contraceptive or any hormonal contraceptive she probably isn't even having a cycle and if she does it's fake they designed that so that women would accept the pill thinking they were still normal you're not because you're not ovulating okay on top of that so so she's not following her natural circadian rhythm so she's not resting right she's not replenishing right she doesn't understand that this first week of the follicular phase is when you're supposed to really hit it hard in the gym and then as you go down you lay you low low right we don't do that on top of it all the minerals and nutrients and vitamins that are being sucked out of your body from that from the, the contraceptive um, it weakens the immune system it, it messes with your hormone now here's the other thing if a woman and in America there's women getting it in nine there's girls getting it at nine years old okay you it's almost like um, like antibiotics used to be you know everything was an antibiotic now any female that walks in the door that says I'm I have headaches here's a birth control my periods not regular here's a birth control here's this here give a birth control I have acne give birth control. The, the wind blew left instead of right give a birth control right it's absurd and the thing that is most I think women should be most aware of is how bad it messes with your gut biome it works as an antibiotic okay it causes an overgrowth of other gut biome that holds on to estrogen okay so here you are taking a progestogen based supplement if you will but your body's holding on to estrogen do you know what you're doing it's crazy it's like what, what do you want from me cortisol levels become a problem serotonin dopamine become a problem and because a woman doesn't have that cycle to follow she doesn't rest we burn the candle at both ends upside down inside we burn the candle where there's not even room to burn a candle we're inventing candles right we don't take the time to pay attention to our bodies and when you're on oral contraceptives you're but you you don't you almost it's more like saying you have a man's cycle instead of a woman's cycle so some women can look at that and say this is great it allows me to do this this and this and this but in the long run you will die of heart disease faster you will end up with aging faster you will end up with uh, insulin issues you're going to end up with permanent hormonal issues because it is an anabolic steroid so just like when you come off of a cycle right anybody that does them or understands that when you when you take a birth control pill for that long you cannot undo the damage all the time okay you have to understand too if you get pregnant within a certain amount of time coming off of that what it's doing to the baby right because a lot of women don't understand how to detoxify and set their body up from being on that and it takes more than six months ladies we're talking two years plus depending on how long you've been on it okay the other thing is birth control pills limit your ability to put on muscle mass by 60% so for all you women out there that are taking the pill and wonder why you can't put on muscle and why you have to keep outrunning this diet and outrunning the fact that you can't tone tone up 
perhaps it's your oral contraceptive. Okay, so it's like totally undoing everything that you're goal setting for. I'm so glad uh, you were uh, you mentioned um, that window of once you leave anticonceptive pills to prepare yourself for pregnancy. Mm -hmm. That is another like topic of conversation. Yes, you it is creating damage for so many months. Then within one month, you want to get pregnant. And that is just lack of awareness and lack of education. And as you mentioned, that's what I remember from uh, functional medicine um, courses I've done. It's not three months, not six months, it's two years. Yeah. And how many women has pregnancy after pregnancy after pregnancy? They, they never return to their physical and biological health. So no wonder once they're hitting age 50, or premenopausal stage, they just burn. There is mm -hmm. nothing left. And then there is a, another <laughs> thing coming, which is hormone replacement therapy, which is yeah. again, there is lots of happening right now. But again, when you're listening educators, and I don't want to criticize anyone, everyone has their own space and place. But again, no one talks about cortisol, what it does to hormones, how the hormones are uptake, but about lifestyle, about nutrition. No one mm -hmm. talks. It's just okay. Now you finish anticonceptive pills. Now you're 50. Now take estrogen, take progestin, and take all these sorts of things that I believe who prescribe them, they don't understand them by themselves because they're not that taught how to do this. So amazing that you're teaching uh, that, Adrian. Yeah, I think it's important. And I think before you get on the pill to fix something, look at your food. You have to look at your food first because, and, and here's the other thing, the, you know, a lot of women get on, say, say you get on the birth control pill for a symptom. Yes. Like your cycle's not regular. It's too heavy. It's too light. It's not long enough. It's not short enough, whatever. When you come off of that, again, you're going to have that issue bigger plus probably more because you just covered up the problem, right? You just kind of like, Put a band-aid on it like nobody wants to see that pimple underneath there but then when you take the band-aid off now you have 10 right it's the same thing with these pills and and people don't realize that your body if, if a female takes time to learn her cycle and understand how to train and how to eat at every week of her cycle when to take a break at certain times of her cycle when to hit it hard on certain times of her cycle she will not need a birth control pill for 90% of the other issues going on, right? Because just like your heart rate, just like your blood pressure, just like your glucose levels, your period tells so much about the health of your body. It's fantastic. And I think I'm going to jump to another question, but uh, I really would love that come up to this conversation even for half an hour and learn further about what women can learn about herself from just observing her menstrual cycle because there is a like huge insight and this is a thing when every single woman should uh, start with so thank you so much for those amazing insights and i hope we awaken a woman and brought some awareness here i've got a quote uh, here that I actually took from your uh, social media post and I really love it and I think it's a big topic of conversation Adrian 
girls are taught to view their bodies as an ended project to work on, whereas boys from a age, young age are taught to view their bodies as a tool to master the environment. Let's talk about this. What is your advice to any woman who is relating to that? Yeah, this goes kind of back to body dysmorphia, right? You ask any female, I don't care who she is and how fantastic she looks, what she likes about herself, and it's almost a dumbfounded look. We don't know, right? Maybe we find something, uh, my nail color, you know? Um, you ask a woman what she doesn't like about her body, and she'll go head to toe. She doesn't shut up. It goes on and on, right? Men, um, men, men, <laughs> Charles Poliquin men, um, they don't view themselves as that. They know that their body is meant to do something. It's meant to work. It's meant to be used in a certain way, whether they're using their brain, whether they're using their strength, whatever it is. And I don't think women do that enough. And this goes two ways. This goes two ways. You have women that are afraid to use their strength or afraid to be strong because they think they're going to be muscularly big or they think they're going to look too masculine or they think they're not going to find a man. <gasps> right? We're taught that. If you're too smart, if you're too strong, no man's going to want you. You're going to intimidate him. Okay? Then he's not a man. Sorry. Then you have the other women that they they too strong. They go to the other side. They cover up their feminine side and their weaker side because they don't want you to see, right? So they become too dominant in the strength industry. They become too dominant in using their masculine side. And I think it boils down to that balance, just like a man. There is a time for a woman to be mentally strong, emotionally strong, and physically strong. And it's okay. You're allowed to be. That does not make you any less of a female. Okay? Now, we have a bigger job as a female, right? Our tool, our body as a tool, is not just meant to harvest food, to prepare food, to take care of our children, to keep our children safe, to make sure our husband is taken care of, to make sure we're doing a good job at work, right? It's also, you know, to plow fields and things like that we do that but there's also the time that we're allowed to be feminine that does that stuff doesn't make us not feminine okay it makes us an all-around woman an all-around being okay so i think if women understood you know when you, when your child gets hurt you're soft you hold them you know when your husband comes home and he's upset and, and you want to fix that as a woman. You know, that's what we do. We fix. We're caregivers, yeah? So understanding the two go together, it's okay, right? And understanding that balance just like a man does, okay? I think that that's, that's why I liked that saying so much is because I don't think women appreciate the being that they've been given. And I think a lot of them abuse it um, and ignore it in two ways. Those women that are afraid of being too muscular, too big, too strong, ignore their strong side. And then the women that are too strong, too powerful, too I, I can do anything a man can do, are, are too dominant. And they st both stress themselves out in different ways. 
Uh, I cannot agree with you uh, more. And that was amazing explanation. And um, yeah, I don't think I want to add anything here. You just gave gave beautiful explanation to uh, to the meaning of the sentence. And um, I think what we're trying to push also uh, in this podcast is that understanding that becoming stronger or using strength uh, with weight training is only going to help you one way inside away outside right because i'm sure uh, yourself as myself i've seen many women who have started weight training and i can even pick an example i had a client who uh, who kind of contacted me i said how things going how is your home workout going and she said no home workout sorry she's she joined pilates class right <laughs> it is great let's uh, it is great every modality of training is good depending on yes. what you need at right at that time of your life but she said, Daria, I can do things there for all day. I can go for classes, but I never ever had the same feeling and benefits on my body as when I was doing uh, weight training. And that's what we're trying to manifest here and mm -hmm. what we're trying to discover and unravel. You will not grow your uh, muscles uh, that fast as you think. <laughs> you are not designed to do that. And right. yes, genetically... You maybe myself as well, we are more gifted in that way. Probably profile of hormones is different, but um, not everyone can get there. So please don't worry about that. <laughs> well, and you know what? Talking about that real quick, there was a new study that was done um, on the 7 max rep. They use 7 max rep and women were included in the study, which is nice because most women are not included in the study. But what they talked about was how you were able to burn more fat in the muscle, the marbling of the muscle, right? By really pushing it to get those reps. And and like um, the interview that or the coaches roundtable that we did on the last Strength Sensei, we, we discussed that. And I don't think it matters if you're doing seven reps, if you're doing three reps, or if you're doing 10 or 15 reps, we don't want to do 15, but it doesn't matter. It's when you push yourself with that weight that you actually burn more fat. What What I think women should understand is that the muscle is the largest organ of the body. The health of that muscle tissue determines how you will age, how long it'll take you to age, what you will die of, what diseases you will get, right? So muscle is important. It's literally your Botox storage, if you will, right? This is what makes us younger. It keeps us insulin resistant. It keeps us um, or excuse me, insulin sensitive. It, it, it's the, it balances the hormones, right? It, it increases, strength training increases GABA, okay? How many women have, have depression and anxiety, mostly from the stupid birth control, but, you know, they, they have it. And, and the way to deal with it is not a pill. Get into the gym and lift heavy shit, Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy that you say those words. It's not me, it's you. I'm clean. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but it's great that you are touching the topic of aging because there's lots of studies indeed coming about aging and muscles. And um, very funny enough, uh, when I was reading one of them, actually muscles 
as an organ came as the largest organ around the female around the body not skin where everyone says yes. skin is the largest organ uh, so it's, it's a it's a fantastic uh, fantastic topic and for those reason women have to live um, uh, dementia alzheimer uh, all the diseases of aging and there are um, uh, i know that there are studies that say more muscle you've got your brain is not shrinking that fast so you are more capable of maintaining your cognition uh, later on in life and uh, as you mentioned at the beginning um, of our conversation um, Adrian it's not just look but women have to find other reasons why to get the body mind and heart spirit whatever they want to call it connected and uh, sorted yeah, I mean, for me, I did not walk into a gym to, I mean, at first when I was younger, yes, I walked into the gym to put weight on. You know, now that I'm 46 years old, it's like, no, it, this is, I want to look and it's funny because when I'm, when I'm out in public, people don't walk up to me and like, oh, your biceps are huge or, you know, some gay, some guys do, you know, but for the most part, I always get, you look good. You look healthy. You radiate health. To me, that's what I want, right? I want to look healthy. The rest of this comes with it when you're healthy. I want to live for longevity, right? I want to be able to teach all of this amazing information that keeps changing all the time to as many people as I can. And Charles was huge on brain health. And I will tell you that is my top priority is my brain health now that I dealt with my gut and my dyspoiesis many years ago um, because your brain is the only organ that doesn't age. It's also the only organ that you can undo the damage to no matter how old you are yes. right so I think that 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 is super important but like I said when you go into the gym and you lift and you train and you eat and you sleep and you live to be healthy you wake up one day literally and there is a body to match it yes exactly you mentioned underneath consistency discipline right because and time women need to give time to to make those things happen. Body is very clever, but often uh, we just want this quick change and that is not mm -hmm. happening over time because over time you're also changing your habits and behaviors. And that's also what underneath of our conversation we're trying to uh, talk about and trying to kind of convince you. <laughs> Go and lift your Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, like I said, learning your cycle because it will fit in everything you're supposed to be doing and you will understand that yes, it doesn't take overnight. And, and again, how long has the damage been there? How long has the gut issues been there? How long has, you know, you've had a imbalance in the musculature that you're trying to fix? Like you, it took you years to get here, right? I, I think at one time I heard if it took you, you know, six years to get there, it's going to take you three years to get back, like, like half the time. But again, that depends on how consistent you are with your new lifestyle, not your new diet not your new diet, your new lifestyle, because that's what this is. This is a new, new habits, new life. You know, people say to me, how do you eat like you do? You know, don't you miss this? Don't you miss this? Don't you miss this? No, I don't. Because I've been eating this way for so long now that it's not normal to me to grab those other things, right? I remember when my my youngest my old my youngest daughter was in school and one of the ladies called me and said um 
I just want you to know you're making the rest of us look bad, and I would like your daughter's food menu for the week. I'm like, excuse me? Well, this was the mother that my daughter said, you know, her, her mom had stuffed cake into a Tupperware bowl, and that was her lunch. What? Okay, great. So my daughter, you know, she always, we always eat healthy. My daughter's never had candy off of a shelf. She's never had fast food. She was bread fed, best fed for 18 months. I made her baby food like you name it, okay? So the girl eats super healthy now, even now, because she hasn't never tasted those man-made foods, right? So um, she says she says this to me, and I said, ma'am, I, I don't even know who you are. I said, I, I'm not trying to make anybody look bad. I said, but we wake up one hour before we have to leave. And in that hour, we eat breakfast, we get cleaned up, we get dressed, I pack her lunch, okay? I don't have a food menu. This just happens to be what's in my house, you know? It's good food. She likes vegetables. She likes real meat. You know, this is just how I cook my food. And she says, so you're not going to give me her menu? And I said, no, I don't have one. I said, but I'm a strength coach. I educate. I said, if you'd like, I can get all the women together and I can teach you how to, you know, change what you're in. in. She really just wanted me to give her this menu. And I said, I don't have one. You know, so this is just how I eat. So for me to grab a bag of chips, a bag of cookies, uh, crackers, I, I don't understand that, right? Just like it's hard for people to understand that I eat four pounds of meat a day with a lot of fat and some vegetables or fruit, depending on the season that we're in. Beautiful. Uh, based on that, we are chasing lifestyle, not chasing the diet. But I you get you so much. People want from you diet because they think that diet in diet is magic. There is not. In yeah. every <laughs> single step you are doing um, every single day. Let's talk a little bit about women's uh, training. Um, just little in little nutshell, what is changing? because there is lots of changing. We actually see in women lifting weights. Um, they actually, there's lots of comments and follows uh, around, you know, that body shame, because, you know, women are shamed that they look a little bit bigger, you know, all of this funny stuff, right? We, we say funny because we know that this is this affecting women. It's not going to affect me and you, but it's going to affect women that probably will grow more confidence about their their own body. So what is changing? We're going from pink dumbbells away, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, and, I, and I'm, I don't want to offend anybody, but I think what is changing is the acceptance of more body fat. I think that that is, um, I hate to say it, but it's wrong. And it's wrong in the sense of, where you're storing that, what's going on. Those are system disorders, okay? I'm not saying that you have to be sub 10% body fat. I'm not saying you have to look like a competitor, a bodybuilder. No, I'm not saying that. But there is a difference between healthy and unhealthy. And I know people argue and say, oh, but her, her numbers, her blood work is fine. She's healthy even though she's 30 pounds, 20 pounds, 15 pounds overweight. No, you're not. What you are is you're fit into a window of what they're saying is healthy, okay? So blood work, they take the top bottom of the sickest people in the world and they take the healthiest people in the world off of that. And then they give you an average. And as long as your number falls right underneath 
but right above those averages, you're healthy. No, you're not, right? And it's looking at those numbers and that blood work in a different way, okay? It's not just one number you look at. You have to look at all of it together, just like the human body. You have to look at it all together, okay? So I think that that is the first thing that I would say that's changing that is wrong, okay? The other thing I think is changing is that I, I love the idea that women are more accepting and social media is more accepting and the world is more accepting of stronger looking women too. Um, but I think that there is, again, that misconception of you have to lift this way and you have to do this type of training to be that way. And no, you don't have to be. And I'm not going to lie when I say those women are nine times out of ten enhanced. Okay, so when you look at social media, you have a girl that's looking, a woman, a female, a little girl, an older woman, doesn't matter, who's looking at a quote-unquote certain type of athlete that looks like, you know, she's slightly knocking on the door of being too masculine, and then you have the woman who's a little bit overweight, and these are both considered healthy on the extremes, okay? No, no, all right? And, and that's what I hate about social media. And that's what I hate about what we get to pick and choose and see. And these windows that we're given to look through, right? We're like horses where they put the blinders on so that you can only see what they want you to see. Um, your health is, is definitely individualized, but I don't like, and I think that it's wrong that that's the new acceptance of the female body. What I do like is I think that women are understanding that exercise is okay outside of Pilates class, outside of jazzercise class, outside of high intensity training, outside of spin class, outside of yoga class. All of those are great. But as an aging female, you need to understand the health and the, the importance of muscle tissue itself. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Uh, I'm in my 40. I'm going to be 41 in uh, in November, and um, the last three years uh, has been challenging for me for different uh, reasons, which obviously affected uh, my body. I've lost my sister in a sudden accident, lost my grandfather. Then a few months after, I become pregnant at age 38. And uh, I'm breastfeeding still uh, in two years and five months. Uh, it's not to being proud of this to one way, but you know that's what my body is able to do. And also we have to give other women options if they don't want to, please don't, right? So we're not forcing anything. We don't say this is better or this is worse. But I can see how sleepless nights, increased cortisol, Obviously, with age, you're losing the ability to build the uh, muscle because testosterone and DHA dropping down. And all these traumas just went on your body. And yes, I can see quick changes when I hit the gym because my body knows this, but also quick loss mm -hmm. and I, of muscle mass. And I think that's what women need to remember about to adding uh, further um, on your comments, uh, Adrienne, you're not going to be able to maintain this if you're not um, caring about this. Yes. Like you yes. said, it's every single day care because the moment something happens, you out. So you have to create lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think there is ever too late 
but probably those women who did work before they're going to be in a better advantage in better position because body kind of is happy about this um, but as you said as an aging woman you need to remember about other benefits uh, on your body just only being in that shape and again those extremes when sometimes you see on social media young women telling yeah i can get this body i said yes when i was 20 i also was able yeah. to get this right <laughs> i remember i could uh, you know i never stopped to training that is number one thing i never had that long break from lifting so then i maintain when you're 20 but when you are 30 40 50 you are not in advantage and you need to search for advantages but you know what, I, I want to talk about that for a second mm -hmm. because I think there's a little bit of misconception there too in the sense mm -hmm. that the biggest thing with women as we age is our gut biome has died off because of stress, because of having children, because of life, right? And cortisol will kill you, yes? Just like insulin is the largest, the most controlling hormone of the body, okay? So when you're 20, you think you're cute and you're eating all that sugary stuff, which nowadays the girls in their 20s don't look like I did in my 20s, okay? I was a beanpole. I literally could eat anything that I wanted to, you know, whatever. Nowadays, these girls are being, you know, they're having babies. CCOS. <laughs> Let's be honest. CCOS, Most yes, of them are insulin which is resistant. Which pre-diabetes, by the way. It's pre-diabetes. Let's be real. So insulin issues and cortisol levels. So as we age, any male or female, doesn't matter, but we're talking about females, your gut biome changes, your stress levels, your cortisol, you've had birth control pills, you've had antibiotics, you've had maybe a surgery, you've had losses in your life. And we as women don't know how to say, stop, leave me alone. I need time for myself. I need to grieve. I need to feel sad. Take my child. Please somebody just handle her or him for a minute. In, in our community, it's like, oh my God, you did not take care of your child. Who cares what's going on with you? right? You have to take care of your children. You have to take care of your husband. You have to take care of your mate. You have to take care of... No. No. Because men don't do it. At the end of the day, every single day, men don't do it. Men will gladly tell you, I need time alone. And we're like, yes, he's a man. He's allowed. We as women are allowed to. And, you know, in the old days when we had villages and communities, right? The older women knew to take the baby from the young girl so that she could rehabilitate, right? They allowed her to do that. We had people that helped us with that. Nowadays, it's like if we have somebody that comes and takes our infant for a couple hours so we can sleep, we're the devil. What's wrong with us? You're not woman enough. You're not strong enough. You're too weak. You're not a good mom. You're terrible, right? BS. That's wrong. So I think... You know, the same thing is, like I said, you know, we, we're under eating and we're training more. We're training more. We're tra Women feel guilty when they miss a day of exercising. No, because if you really want that muscle to grow and you want that little pot belly to go away or you want that abdominal fat to go away or you want to sleep better at nighttime, take time off the gym. Right. Take time away from your family. Take time away from cooking dinner. Take time away from cleaning the house. Okay. Have somebody else come and do it for a minute or let it go, whatever. I'm, I'm just sitting here and like knocking my head because I'm agreeing on everything you are saying. And um, that is a skill for me 
I must say to say no to training, to say no to many things. Uh, I had injury, uh, which also put me on the straight line. When you are flying as an athlete, you don't think about this, right? So injury did that. Uh, but that is the reason I am not forcing my uh, comeback, <laughs> right? Yes. With my body. Because mm -hmm. there is no chance if you don't sleep, doesn't matter how amazing your training is going to be, which is not going to be, that is the first thing, no. right? You're just only going to increase your cortisol, as you said, which is then is going, not going to support um, insulin sensitivity and you're just going to have more fat anyway. And that is again coming back to what you said, how it's important that women understand their cycle. They understand the signs and symptoms and what the body is trying to tell them instead of suppressing them and weight loss and fat. I think it's a good sign that there is something going on. It's not just, yes, you ate more than you expanded. That is like, uh, I don't want to say old fashioned way of thinking, but we need to integrate that mm -hmm. beyond what this um, really means. So uh, thank you so much on expanding um, uh, and talk more about this topic. I've got lots of more questions here, Adrienne, but we might not be able to, finish them all so i just um, go into the nice one which i really like all are amazing but i want to uh, we all would love to know what adrienne is doing in her age 46 to keep herself you mentioned a little bit but to keep yourself in this uh, best optimal health and fitness for your performance life for your family relationships what do you do uh, honestly, I I just eat clean, I exercise right, and I just try to make sure I sleep. Um, so I I train, you know, about six days a week, five to six days a week. Um, I lift heavy. I don't do cardio. Sorry, girls, I don't do cardio <laughs> at all. <I'm laughs> ever, <with you>. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Um, I train really heavy for the most part. Um, my eating is I eat all game meat. I don't eat any uh, farm processed meats at all. Um, I eat four pounds of meat a day. I eat anywhere from four to 16 cups of vegetables a day, depending on the season, all organic. I take a crap ton of supplements and yes, I do. But my supplements, I don't take any sports supplements. I take, you know, everything for my brain, my thyroid support, my cortisol support. Um, because I do burn the candle at both ends and I know it, I try to give my body that support. Um, and I make sure no matter what, no matter how busy my schedule is, I go to sleep every night at the same time. Every night at the same time. I try my best to make sure that my sleep is my priority. Okay. Um, and like I said, supplementation, I take according to what's going on um, with me. Right now, I'm really working on brain and cortisol and, and thyroid, adrenal support, all that good stuff. Um, and that's what my focus is as far as my, my health goes. So it's really not anything special, you know, just consistency. And this is my lifestyle, just the way it is. It's not special in one way, but it is special because it's designed for you. And mm -hmm. because you know your body, you know what needs. And there is nothing wrong with taking tons of supplements, in my opinion, if the rest is sorted. The problem yes. is if we are taking supplements, but we eat crap, 
we don't sleep, we drink alcohol and, you know, we, we never break and we drink 10 coffees before 12 noon, <laughs> right? That yeah, is wrong, no. Right? Yeah, and I don't touch coffee and that's yeah. a whole nother, man, we can have a yeah. whole hour on discussion, <laughs> yeah. women and coffee. Oh, coffee, <laughs> yes. That's why I kind of picked the, this um, final uh, and closing uh, question. So um, women kind of have... You know, more insights into your life because it's easy to say, do this, do this, do that. But then if we don't preach this by ourselves, we are, you know, it is like waste, <laughs> right? Exactly, so, exactly. Uh, so, um, Adrienne, based on whole conversation, three simple tips for any single woman who wish to join, you know, the weight training, change lifestyle, whatever. They're noticing something in our conversation that is like saying, oh, aha, for them, what they should supposed to do, where is where they supposed to go, what is next for them? Okay, um, that's a big question too because it depends on training age, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Let's so do general, wait. and then another time we can break down between age, and I think that yes, would be yeah. powerful. So I think generally speaking, any female, first of all, find a good coach. I think that's important because um, I think people think that because the gym is open, you can go in, you can use it, you're fine, but you know, I can't go to a lawyer's office and say, I'm here to do your job today, right? Um, I can't go on Wall Street and say, I'm here to check, check numbers today, you know? There is a science, there is a method, there is um, experience that comes with training in the gym. So I would say the first thing is to find a good coach so that you don't get injured trying to train. I would say the second thing is learn to read your cycle. Even if you are on a hormonal contraceptive and your, your cycle isn't real or it's not right, there are ways to still have a 30-day cycle, okay? So I would say learn your cycle, learn how to use that because that's going to teach you everything you need to understand about how hard to work, how hard to train, and how hard not to train at different times, okay? That's super important. And I would say the third thing is get a grip on your nutrition. If it doesn't have eyeballs or grow out of the ground without being processed, right, then don't eat it. It's that simple. And I think another thing with women, please accept fat as a necessity of life, okay? Women need more fat than men, okay? And, and what I mean is those good fats. Think about animal-based fats, not seed oils, not quote-unquote vegetable oils, which are not real, but you want to think stearic acids. And that not only helps with your liver, but it also helps women to keep their body, their endocrine system, their thyroid functioning correctly. And if you eat that way, you'll start to notice a difference in your gut biome on its own, right? And this is like the, this is like the bare minimal things that you can do that will make a huge difference huge change in your life in a matter of 30 days yeah that is true you can get those results pretty quickly it's just mm -hmm. um, following steps adrian did mention adrian how can we find you oh goodness everywhere pretty much it's crazy i don't i don't do a lot of social media posting but i'm everywhere so my my personal is adrian marie 23 which is my instagram following then we have um the strength sensei so we have strength sensei um, we have the Real Strength Sensei on Instagram and Facebook, um, FE3 Integrated Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. So 
there's quite a few ways. And then if you want to email me, it's adrian at fitnessevolutionrr.com. Beautiful. I definitely will add all those informations and link um, Adrienne uh, under the podcast uh, with all those uh, informations and details. In meantime, thank you so much, Adrienne, for joining. That was a beautiful and insightful conversation, uh, probably more than I have expected. Um, mm-hmm as we haven't spoken never before, right? <laughs> uh, right? And I hope uh, vice versa. hope you also enjoyed the conversation. I did. There's so much more to share. It's hard, right? <laughs> indeed, indeed. And uh, guys, uh, speak soon. See you soon and uh, enjoy, um, you know, the rest, whatever you're doing in your day. Take care. <laughs>